Welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast, where I will share, educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad. I'm Emma Haslam, your host, mum, via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert. Since the birth of my son in 2018, I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families. And I'm here now to help you too. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I am Emma Haslam and today I'm going to be talking to you about my five top money-saving tips for fertility treatment abroad. And if you hang on until the end as well, I'm going to give you a link to a free downloadable that gives you more tips. Um, And these are things that my husband, Adam, and I actually did to help save money for treatment abroad. Because even though you can save thousands of pounds going abroad, even all in with flights and accommodation, it's still a big expense having fertility treatment, right? No matter where you go. And unless you've already got the money, which lots of people don't have, then people generally have to save. Um, And so we looked at the things that we did to save money and we've put some of them into this podcast and more of them into a free downloadable for you as well. So I'll link it in the show notes and I will come to the link as well at the end of the podcast. But before I get started on this week's episode, I just want to share some really flattering and lovely news, which is I have been nominated for an award, which is the European Fertility Society's Award. And it's their Fertility Care Awards for 2022. And I've been nominated for the Best Fertility Service category, which is so amazing. Um, Not in terms of winning an award. I'm not so much about that. But the fact that I've been nominated and asked to um, enter shows that the work that I'm doing is having an impact. And when I have my darker moments of infertility, which I'll be honest, I still do have, then it spurs me forward um, because the work that I'm doing now is so important. I feel um, it's that big two fingers up to infertility It's helpful to to me and it's helpful to hopefully lots of other people um, because I want people to take back some control. I want people to stretch their budgets further if needed. I want them to look back with no regrets, no matter what the outcome. And I want them to have have choices um, when they look outside of kind of their home country. And so, yeah, it's it's just amazing. I'm, I'm so pleased and I don't think I'll win and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, but to be asked just shows that this work is so important. And when I talk about dark days of infertility, that probably sounds really odd. Um, well, it might not to some of you, if you listen to this with secondary infertility, but you know, I am so grateful that I have my son. I'm so happy, but I wish I wasn't infertile I wanted more children. I'd love more children. 
but I don't want to go through any of it again. Instead, I want to help other people to have babies. <laughs> um, but, you know, I wouldn't change having donor conception and what amaz- an amazing thing to exist because without it, I wouldn't have my little boy. Um, and I wouldn't change it, honestly, because I wouldn't want um, him to be any different. But I have no idea how he'll feel about things when he's older. Um, and we'll love and support him through and we'll get through anything. I know we will. But I do wish for a less complicated story for him. Um, and I can't change that. You know, the story is complicated. And I wish it was just as easy as having sex and having a baby like normal people (laughs) in inverted commas Um, and that, you know, fertility treatment had to be paid for and wasn't free. You know, all of those things I still think about from time to time Um, and getting to the point of accepting that your journey has ended and deciding to draw a line under it. And again, it's probably about taking back the control. You know, now I've, decided or we've decided that when having no more children it takes that pressure off and I'm now able to focus my attention into helping other people which is so cathartic to me and it you know it means so much to me to help others um and to have a ripple effect on the world and to use my experiences the good the bad and the ugly um so that they're not all in vain so that's why it means a lot to me to have been nominated for that award so I will keep you posted but let's move on to today's episode so my five top tips for you are consider what country you're going to now hopefully you've listened to the last two episodes where I help you to decide on destination and find a clinic when you're looking at destination that you can go to there probably will be a few, I'm sure, um, which you then need to narrow down, don't you? So by looking at the cost of treatment in those countries, which tends to be fairly similar between clinics, but different between countries, that might be another way of whittling down the list of countries where you can go for treatment. And if you are on a budget, then it's good to understand that upfront before you get too invested in a particular country and then a clinic. And then thinking about that country you know what's the cost of living like when you get there is it cheap is it expensive can you get there easily you know if you're flying other direct flights etc on the low cost airlines um because all these things factor into the total cost of your treatment my next tip is to think about when you're going to have your treatment avoiding things like school holidays festivals in the country that you're going to and then your main events things like Christmas where everything everywhere goes up consider having your consultations online to save you money most clinics will offer an online consultation you may wish to go to see the clinic to have your consultation and that's fine but if you're trying to save money then this is a, is, a, is a good one because while there may be a cost for that consultation, there might not be two, you're not having to pay for flights and accommodation. But if you do decide to go out and visit a clinic, 
um, in person, then I would recommend going and seeing two or three in the same trip. So you really get the most out of the money that you spent to go and see them. My next tip is shopping around for your medication. Prices of medication can vary massively. So have a think about whether or not you can get that from the clinic, whether you can get that from an online fertility pharmacy, whether you're going to go to Asda, if you say in the UK or in America, um, might it be worth getting some abroad when you're there. This can save you hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And then my last tip is the like, it's likely that you're going to be booking last minute accommodation. Or even if you do know some dates in advance, you can still decide to book last minute accommodation. If you're avoiding those, some of those peak periods that I've talked about, you will never have a problem getting accommodation. A lot of people panic and worry about this, but in my experience, it's never been an issue. Um, and you can get some really good last minute deals on some really cool places. Um, and thinking about things like, you know, do I need to stay in a five-star hotel? Or actually, can I stay in this really nice apartment that's self-catering and so I can do some cooking for myself? And then when I do eat out, it's fairly cheap to eat out. And actually, I'm within walking distance of the clinic or I can jump on public transport. It's easy and it's cheap. You know, thinking about all of these things will make a difference to the overall cost of your treatment. So those are my top five tips. And if you'd like more ideas on how to save money faster for your fertility treatment, then go to yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash ideas dash two dash save dash you dash money. And as I said, I've linked it in the show notes. Have a good week and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to your IVF Abroad podcast with me, Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF Abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF Abroad for.